Today, this podcast is being recorded on Awabakal and Waramai land. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. Welcome into the realm of sluts and blood magic, where we work together to heal period shame, heal our pussies and wombs, and find the way to a more pleasurable period and sex life. I'm your host, Jem Campbell, a nutritionist, dietitian, sexologist, period empowerment guide, and menstrual blood witch. If you love the podcast, remember to rate, review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode and so we can reach and empower as many sluts and womb holders as possible. Let's get into this week's episode. Before we get into the episode, I have a special announcement that I'm offering five lucky humans 50% off their initial sex coaching session with me. That means you'll be paying only $100 for a two-hour session with moi. I'm really excited to work with some of you. And this session can also be via Zoom if you don't live locally in the Newcastle area. The link is in the show notes. All you have to do is put in the code 50-OFF. That's 50-OFF. O-double-F in capitals at checkout when you book your initial sex coaching session. This code is also valid to use with the concession, pension, LGBTQIA plus and student discount session. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram or send me an email. This offer is only available for the first five people who book a session, so getting quick. If you end up working with me, just a heads up, I do encourage you to work with me for at least six sessions, that's one initial session and five follow-up sessions, to get the most out of your time with me and to actually get to the root cause of your sexual problems. Also, I'll be hosting a mastermind workshop called Free Your Flats on the 15th of March 2023 at 11am to 1pm. a look out on my Instagram and sign up to my email list for more details. Just a heads up, I have changed my Instagram handle to at the blood slut and my new business name, drumroll, is Gem Campbell Nutrition and Sexology. So as you all know, or maybe you don't know if you're new here, my old business name was I'm a Wild Gem. So that is still the name of my website. So I'm a Wild Gem.com. Um, but that will be changed in the future. But yes, my new business name is Gem Campbell Nutrition and Sexology, which is really exciting. Something else really exciting is that I have recently launched a Sunroom. Sunroom is an app and you can also use it on your web browser as well 
And it's basically an app for sex educators. It's like a sex positive app. It's not just for sex educators, but it's also for sex workers to promote and to teach as a subscription-based app. So it's an app where unlike Instagram and Facebook, we're actually not censored. We can actually say the word sex, for example, and we can actually do proper thorough education using the correct terms without having to like write segs and all this bullshit, you know what I'm saying? So that's really exciting and you can subscribe. I'll pop a link in the show notes so you can become a member of my sunroom. Uh, And my sunroom name is Jem Campbell underscore nutrition and sexology, I believe, but it will be in the show notes. At the moment, I have a seven day free trial that you can do to just test out the content and see if you like it. Uh, And then after that, it will be $7 a month and I will get about $5.60 of that. So Sunroom does take a small commission, um, just so you know. And that price will probably increase over the next few months. But just as I'm starting out and getting content on there, it's super, super cheap. Uh, So a great time to jump on there. Uh, So some of the things I'm going to be educating on there are basically going to be relationships, sex, consent, Um, ethical non-monogamy, nutrition. I'm going to definitely do some ADHD education as well and ADHD and nutrition, ADHD and sex, ADHD and um, the menstrual cycle, ADHD and all those things. So um, I have ADHD and I don't know if I've actually spoken about it too much on this podcast. Um, I have another podcast where I speak about that, but uh, basically... Yeah, I'm super passionate about it and I love how I can use my knowledge about sex to also help ADHDs and neurodivergent and mentally ill folks and folks living with disabilities. So I will be speaking on a broad range of topics. There's going to be something in there for everyone. Of course, I'm going to be speaking about self-love, self-confidence and how to cultivate those two things and self-acceptance as well because I'm very passionate about those things. I'm also going to be doing lap dance tutorials, self tutorials, mirror work tutorials, erotic dance tutorials, masturbation tutorials. Um, I'm going to be doing heaps and heaps of cool stuff on there. I'm really, really excited. Um, So unfortunately, I can't actually do demonstrations because there's not like porn isn't actually allowed on there and nudes aren't actually allowed, which I only found out recently, which I was a bit bummed about. Um, so unfortunately there won't be any of that type of stuff, but I will be able to demonstrate and not be censored and actually say the word sex. How good is that? (laughs) So if you love my work and you've been following me on Instagram for a while, or even if you're new to my world, Sunroom is a great place to check out some of my work. There is some free content on there that you can view to get a bit of a vibe, um, a bit of a, have a bit of a vibe check. My words aren't coming out properly today. I've got like ovulation brain. Um, So yeah, you can kind of have a bit of a vibe check, see if you like my stuff, see if you like my energy, and then you can subscribe. You know, even if you just check it out for a month, you're going to learn a shitload of stuff for literally seven bucks. Can't beat that, Dal. Now for me rambling, let's get into this week's episode. Just a quick trigger warning. There are mentions of sexual assault, emotional neglect, and other things that may trigger you in this episode. Just proceed with caution. I don't go uh, into too much depth, but there are mentions of these things. So 
today I really want to talk about something that happened to me recently and it's a very personal story but I feel like I educate the best from a personal story space um and I honestly was reflecting on this today and I reflect on it quite often about how I've been through so much shit in my life you know sexual assault several abusive relationships emotional neglect as a child um all the mental illnesses I live with, the chronic pain, the chronic migraine, the abortion that I went through, um, just all the anxiety, the panic that I feel in my body. And then on top of that, the premenstrual disorders, PMDD and PME and all that stuff. And I always think about, you know, why the fuck is this happening to me? Like, why? What is the universe, God, spirit, whatever you want to say? what is it trying to tell me what lessons am I supposed to learn in this lifetime and I'm obviously quite a spiritual person that being said um, I don't know if I've really spoken too much about my spirituality yet on this podcast I don't think I have Um, and I will probably do shitloads of episodes on my spiritual journey in the future and spirituality in general and I've actually got some guests lined up lined up um, in the future to chat about that stuff but In this lifetime, I feel like I was meant to endure every possible pain a human being can endure. And that fucking sucks. And it's really hard. And I actually watched this video on Facebook yesterday. And it was like this person and they were saying how whenever I'm having a bad moment, like a difficult moment, I just remind myself that I'm literally a human being. Like I am, I was a spirit, you know, I was a soul and the universe was like, yo, you, do you want to jump into like a human vessel and like feel the emotions and live the human experience? And then our soul was like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And it really just like hit me right in the face and I was like, I need to stop getting so caught up in this human experience and see it for what it really is and that is my path to enlightenment because I my uh, spiritual beliefs align quite closely with Buddhism and so you might have heard of the concept of enlightenment and yeah just really it really brought home for me like the fact that we are just meat sacks walking around and it doesn't matter if you're having a shit day because it's not always going to be like that. Um, and I, I think something that, that's really helped me get through hard times is to literally just look at life as a big challenge and everything I face, just look at it as a challenge. And that's something that's really helped me um, recover a lot from OCD from my complex PTSD and from lots of other things you know I've recovered from panic disorder which I was never really diagnosed with but definitely had when I was younger Um, I've recovered from a lot of anxiety that I used to have and depression Um, I've recovered from a lot of things and that's what's always got me through is focusing on okay this is just a lesson 
that the universe is trying to like mirror something back to me and be like look in look within yourself look inward what can you see in there you know it's like digging all this like shit out from like previous lifetimes or whatever as well as this lifetime um and all my environmental influences and conditioning and socialization from this lifetime as well and I think that's like really really important and really helpful especially for people living with mental illness um but can sometimes be shit too because we can't always control our mindset or how we're thinking um but that video just yeah I was having a really bad day and I saw that video and I was like damn that's a good video I'll um I might like share it to my Instagram or something I'll I'm pretty sure I saved it um anyway that was a bit of a tangent but that's where I'm at that's where my head's at and I kind of lost my train of thought there but I hope that made sense (laughs) um I guess I'm really trying to remove myself from my emotional self so I'm trying to like separate me gem my spirit from my emotional humanness um and just see it for what it really is it's just emotional humanness and I'm not going to die if I get into a situation where I'm really anxious I'm not going to die if my partner goes on a date I'm not going to die if you know etc that really helps me and something I want to chat about today is the fact that I actually get really really anxious about my partner going on dates so we're in a non-monogamous relationship and I actually chatted to Brody my partner a few episodes back so if you want to go and listen to that one to get a bit more understanding of our relationship then go for it and Brody also explains ethical non-monogamy in that in that episode as well so we're non-monogamous and that basically means that we're in an open relationship essentially we both fuck other people and have other relationships with other people and that's something that is quite new to me actually so this is my first technically my first non-monogamous relationship and I have an anxious attachment style mixed with kind of secure attachment if you're not um, familiar with attachment theory just bear with me Um, I'm not going to explain that right now just google it but Brody definitely has a much more secure attachment style than me they definitely also have some anxious attachment as well um but I I'm more anxious I would say especially I'm getting eaten by mosquitoes right now um especially when it comes to dating and relationships Brody is a lot more relaxed with me going on dates and experiences a lot more compersion compersion is basically like the opposite of I suppose the opposite of jealousy in a way it's a feeling of happiness and 
Yeah, it's a feeling of happiness that your partner is like having a good time and being with other people sexually, romantically, basically. So I also experience compersion, but I also simultaneously experience um, jealousy. And my jealousy comes from fear. And it's not even... Sometimes it doesn't even quite feel like jealousy. I guess I just don't really have another word for it. I guess it is just fear. But I think like all jealousy, most jealousy comes from fear, right? It's like fear of losing your partner. Fear of someone coming into their life and snatching them away. Fear of being left alone with your feelings and your emotions. Fear of maybe not being able to calm yourself down when your partner's on a date and maybe you can't reach them. That is my fear. That's my biggest fear is that what if I am suddenly in an emotional flashback, like a PTSD flashback, or I'm really anxious, or I don't know, I just feel really unwell mentally and I feel really panicky and I can't call them. And my other safe person, my best friend, is actually away at the moment. And they've been away for several weeks. And they're going to be away for the rest of January. So, and I don't really feel like I have a lot of people who live, like, locally to me that I would feel comfortable necessarily hanging out with. Um, Because that's also, like, a trauma thing for me is that, like, I have my favorite people or my safe people. And that's like a very limited, small group of people. And yeah, a lot of them don't actually live near me. (laughs) So I kind of struggle with that stuff. And Brody went on a date a few weeks ago. And we had discussed previous, like prior to the date, that they would not, um, like nothing sexual was going to happen or anything like that. It was just going to be like, like a platonic hangout, like a, like a getting to know each other hangout. And so that made me feel a lot safer. But I have this like feeling of like, oh my God, I don't want to like control or like manipulate their dating life because of my own insecurities. And it's not even insecurity. Like my insecurity comes from my, my mental illness. So it's a bit different to just like, I'm not just like being this controlling bitch I I actually have a genuine valid reason for these things but I don't know I still have this like this feeling of like a bit of guilt and like kind of like embarrassment around it um but that's not necessarily the focus of this episode the focus is actually more on so (laughs) I went on a date on Saturday night and it was really really good and we really vibed um and we ended up having sex at the end of the night so we hung out for a fair few hours and then it was the first person that I'd had sex with outside of my relationship with Brody in probably about a year maybe a bit less than a year and that person that I had sex with a year ago was actually my best friend who Brody and I had also had a threesome with prior to us having sex so 
it didn't really feel like I mean it was a big deal but I wasn't like sleeping with a penis owner and like a masculine I guess penis owner so for me yeah it was a pretty big deal to actually go on a date (laughs) and to have sex oh my god there's like the cutest bug on the microphone fucking stay mate okay you can stay you can stay so (laughs) basically i went on this date had sex with this person um penis owner and it was like it was really good like the sex was good i felt actually felt really comfortable and i was surprised by that because i felt quite vulnerable with sex the last few months I've I've actually struggled a bit to open up I told Brody the next day about it we hung out at the beach and I was like so I like ended up sleeping with them and Brody was like cool and like they like you know wanted all the details and I told them in detail the sex like everything that happened because that's kind of just what we're like not all non-monogamous couples are like that obviously but we are when we were walking back to the van after having that conversation I felt really low and I like checked in with myself and I kind of was walking with my head down and I realized that I was feeling a bit dirty a bit shameful a little bit like guilty that I'd had sex with someone else even though I just sat down with my partner and just told them everything and they were like so chill they're like yeah like they were just like so encouraging and so happy for me and I was like where is this coming from because I'm like the biggest slut and I used to sleep around a lot I used to sleep with so many people um you know before like COVID and everything I was I was sleeping with like a different person every weekend I would go out drinking and go home with someone different and I never felt shame but that's different I suppose because I was single whereas this is like I'm in a committed long-term relationship and I realized this is the first time I've slept with someone like a penis owner outside of my relationship besides my best friend and I was like damn this is like really new for me and I think it was just my conditioning you know that like um kind of I guess internalized misogyny towards myself that I was feeling I was feeling really guilty and full of shame because I had slept with someone outside of my relationship and it kind of felt like cheating. Like it, it, it felt like I had cheated. And I was like telling my partner, but like they were weirdly okay with it. But I think I was almost like I was regressing back to my younger self because I have actually cheated in relationships before. I've cheated and a few years ago in a relationship with my boyfriend um it was like emotional cheating basically um with this guy who was in our friendship group and we used to go out with him all the time and he was really beautiful (laughs) 
and I ended up in his bed one night drunk and I left my boyfriend somewhere because I was just we were fighting or something our relationship was going to shit at this point like we're only in our early 20s and um I, I ended up stopping it before it before we kissed and had sex I don't even, I don't think we kissed I can't remember but still it was like emotional cheating like we were flirting and it almost happened and I told my my boyfriend like I've always come clean I've never not been honest and told the person that I cheated on them but I think I regressed back to those moments where I have cheated and I felt really bad and really guilty and the reason I cheated was not because I didn't fancy the person I was with my partner and didn't love them and care about them was actually because I've just always been non-monogamous at heart I'm not a monogamous person (laughs) like non being non-monogamous is like who I am as a person it's part of my identity it's not just like a phase or like a thing that I'm doing just to try it out like I know that I'm not monogamous I will never be in a monogamous relationship again I know that it's just like being kind of like being well to me not everyone might relate to this but like it's kind of just like being queer like I'm always going to be queer I'm never going to become straight and I know that some people's sexual orientation changes but like generally most people that come out queer they're they're queer they don't one day they're like oh wait I'm straight (laughs) do you know what I'm saying so it's kind of like that like I think I'm just always going to be non-monogamous it's just who I am just how I'm always going to be queer and yeah it's like nice to sit with that and be like oh yeah I'm like queer and I'm non-monogamous forever for life but yeah I think that's where that this guilt and shame was coming from and I had to really sit with that and I haven't actually spoken to Brody about it yet (laughs) but I will soon um but yeah I just felt this like really weird feeling wash over me like I was like my younger self again like I felt like I was like 7, 16 how old was I? 18 year old gem when I first cheated I was 18 and I called up my boyfriend at like 4 in the morning and I was like hello I like kiss someone tonight and he was like not mentally stable and extremely abusive to me so that didn't end well but yeah he ended up cheating on me a lot (laughs) the rest of our relationship so I feel like he was just very non-monogamous as well and I feel like this is so common for non-monogamous people who don't realize they're non-monogamous is that they just like cheat and cheat and cheat and cheat and then there's so much shame they feel. I'm sure some people don't feel shame, but I think a lot of people who cheat do feel shame because they're confused because we're so socialized to be monogamous, to have one partner and one partner only, and you have to find the one. But it's like, no, you don't. You can have many ones or you can have one main one and then other people that you fuck and play with or whatever. So, yeah, that's really like what I wanted to open up a conversation about today and as you can tell by my voice I'm very like kind of out of it and dissociated today um 
I'm feeling like I just had a huge sleep in today and I'm just a bit out of it but I wanted to just start off this conversation and if there's any of you that are listening to this or watching this and you have always been a serial cheater or you've cheated at some point and you don't really understand why you're a little bit confused because you actually had feelings for your partner and you were deeply in love with your partner at the time that you cheated on this person maybe just ask yourself could I be non-monogamous should I potentially open up my current relationship or should I make sure that I'm in open relationships in the future and that I communicate this with people that I'm dating that you know I'm non-monogamous or that I'd like to be with lots of people at the same time because like you don't have to fit into this mold and a lot of people say oh I couldn't be non-monogamous because it's too too much anxiety like too much jealousy that I would feel and it's like yeah but I feel that jealousy too and I'm not monogamous I just have to sit with that and work through it it's like these people are like avoiding doing that work and sitting with that jealousy and I get it it's hard it's not easy it's not enjoyable (laughs) but I guess I have the kind of mentality where I'm like this is a challenge this is like personal growth this is like an opportunity for me to like quantum leap almost in terms of my emotional intelligence or my personal growth and I I love to keep improving as a person and to keep getting more and more intelligent and more and more calm and relaxed and grounded even in situations that are really difficult and that's because I'm working towards enlightenment subconsciously and consciously and I'm really excited to free myself of jealousy and anxiety and all these things like I don't want to feel those things as like I'm always going to feel them you can't go through a whole lifetime no matter how much work you do and never feel jealousy you're always going to feel that at some point you might feel a pang but it's how you respond to it it's how you react and respond to it respond not react to it that makes a difference and I say respond not react because reacting is what a lot of people do people react to jealousy so they feel it and they they get really scared and they're like fuck 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 I need to do something to like not feel this anymore so they like yell at their partner or they're like you shouldn't have worn that or you know you shouldn't have talked to him or Um, I don't want you to go on that date or I don't want you to wear that outfit because people will stare at you and I get too jealous. That's like reacting. Whereas like someone who responds to jealousy is more calm and takes a step back and feels that initial pang. And they're like, okay, I'm feeling jealous right now. I need to go and ground myself and I need to do my self-care or my grounding practices to bring me back to my true self so that I don't hurt someone so that I don't make a fool of myself and look like an idiot um so I can actually respond to this situation like a mature adult so rather than you know trying to 
manipulate your partner or make them wear something you know like you don't want their tits out or something like that you can actually sit with that and be like wait that's me projecting my insecurities and my jealousy onto my partner my partner's not doing anything wrong they are a sovereign being (laughs) they can do whatever the fuck they want if they want to wear something where their tits are out they can do that that's being controlling you're being controlling if you're con- if you're telling your partner what they should and shouldn't wear just to so that you can avoid feeling jealous when you see people staring at their boobs or something like you've got a problem man like you can't you can't control what someone wears that's fucked up i see that a lot with men and i've experienced this in my relationships in the relationship that I <coughs> spoke about earlier, the abusive one, um, he would not let me wear certain things out and would call me a slut and all this stuff. And it was shit. I hated it. You might ask, why the fuck did I stay with him? I was very young and I was a doormat. That's the answer to that question. I had no fucking idea what I was doing. I had no concept of self-worth or value and I felt like shit about myself it was just a weird time in my life honestly and I'm sure a lot of femmes and afabs women listening have gone through that at least once in one relationship you had your cis male partner cis man partner try and fucking tell you what to wear tell you you're not supposed to wear something because of their own jealousy and we all copped that because it's just normalized that you don't wear certain things when you're in a relationship you know just like how the whole thing how like mums will like dress like conservatively or wear like mum mum clothes quote unquote um to like i don't know kind of like dull themselves down or so that other people aren't interested or like married married women's probably a better example than mothers but like yeah married people who are married or in long-term relationships will dress less seductive or slutty or whatever you want to call it less skimpy because they're in relationships that shit makes me want to vomit everywhere i'm like what are you doing (laughs) Don't stop being who you are and wearing what you want to wear just for your man, your idiot cis man partner. Yuck. Anyway, I'm like fading away big time. I know what's up with me. I do know what's up with me. I started a new treatment today. Treatment. If you get me for my um, PTSD and shit. So I'm feeling a bit, you know... head in the clouds so this is just a short episode today but thanks for listening and watching if you're watching on youtube and don't forget that i have the free your flaps workshop coming up on the 15th of march uh and it's at 11 a.m to 1 p.m so it goes for two hours this is australian eastern daylight savings time (coughs) so i'm in new south wales australia so if you're in a different state in australia or you're in a different country then just check your time zone differences um 
and make sure you can come. Uh, if you can't make the live event, there will be a replay. You can watch that as many times as you like. So yeah, if you can't make the live one, still invest in it because it's going to be really good. Um, it's all about creating more self-love and confidence around how your vulva looks so it's basically like a mastermind workshop style so essentially we're all going to be on a zoom call people all over the world most likely and we're all just going to share our personal stories I'm going to guide us through some meditation and embodiment practices to connect and just calm ourselves calm our nervous systems and connect with our with our vulvas um, and start to create, yeah, some self-love around that part of our body that is quite often neglected <laughs> besides sex and period stuff. So if that interests you, uh, you can head to the link in the show notes or in the description below on YouTube and check it out. Um, and you can, yeah, reserve a seat for, for that one. Um, it's $33. So pretty affordable um if you're if you really want to come and you're experiencing financial hardship or financial insecurity or something like that but you think you'd really benefit from this or you know someone who would who is experiencing financial hardship send me an email send me a dm on instagram i'm so happy to help you out um we can work something out because i want this to be accessible i really try to make my events and offerings and coaching um, inclusive and accessible for everyone including um, people of lower socioeconomic status or who are just going through it um, so don't let money uh, ever be a barrier to attending one of my events or for working with me um, even with my sex and nutrition coaching I offer sliding scale um, so that essentially means like you can pay what you can with a base rate of $50. So you can pay literally 50 bucks for a two hour session with me, which is pretty fucking cheap. Um, because yeah, I charge $200 for, for my initial session. So yeah, it's, um, it's really worth it. If you think this work is a benefit for you, for you, then, oh yeah. Also don't forget period self-care guide, 15 bucks, get on that shit for more pleasurable periods. Um, my coaching, you can book. Um, I'm just away for February. I'll be back probably the last week of Feb. Um, not sure yet if I'm working that week, but yeah, I'm away for the first three weeks of Feb, not working at all. So if you want to book in with me, then March is definitely what you want to book for. Um, so 15th of March, free of flaps workshop. I'll have some, if you live in the Newcastle area, so Newcastle, Australia area, I host about two um, moon circles every month. So a full moon circle and a new moon circle. And those circle gatherings are really based around womb healing and improving our relationship with our genitals, with our, you know, with our sacral chakras, with our sex, with our periods, with our wombs. So if that interests you, even if you don't have a womb or a pussy, you can obviously still come. Um, each kind of 
circle has a different theme. So sometimes I do like smashing the patriarchy theme, <laughs> like patriarchal rage. Um, sometimes I do womb healing, yoni healing stuff. And then I'll do like sexual healing ones as well. So keep a lookout for those. That will be really great. Um, basically what we do at those is we sit in circle in this very backyard where I am right now. And we do um, meditation, visualization, so guided meditation. I'll guide you through meditation. We do breath work, ecstatic dance. If you don't know what ecstatic dance is, it's basically just dancing to music, however the fuck you want to dance. It's just like allowing your spirit to guide you and just dancing. It's not choreographed or anything like that. Um, So, yeah, just basically like free dancing. And then... Um, we also do like journaling usually I'll have like journal prompts and guide you through journaling practices intention setting um, manifestation journaling and then on a full moon we'll do like burning ceremony and kind of cord cutting and um, letting go ceremony and ritual and things like that and then we'll have a beautiful altar in the middle and it's just like a very like pleasurable sensual experience because I'm a very pleasure centered sensual centered person I love smells and I'm I'm Libra dominant in my chart so I love pretty things and I love aesthetically pleasing things so you can guarantee that it's going to be a really beautiful sensory experience (laughs) Um, we might even do some intuitive eating at some point I really want to do like a nutrition circle as well so focus on like nourishing our bodies through that because obviously I'm a nutritionist so I'm very interested in like intuitive eating and nourishing our bodies intentionally and consciously so yeah keep a lookout I'm gonna have heaps of cool events coming out this year and I'm really really excited hey birdies cockatoos I think um so yeah I'm really excited to share all these events and offerings with you um honestly you don't want to miss this stuff like it's not ridiculously expensive the circles I charge $33 as well but again if you are experiencing financial difficulty you can pay a base rate is $10 so you can pay anywhere between $10 and $33 um I try and make my stuff yeah really affordable for everyone so if you have any questions um, or you're a bit concerned about money stuff and you really want to come to my events or work with me one-on-one, send me an email. My email is gem at imawildgem.com and my Instagram is at quirky underscore cucumber. So I've actually recently changed my Instagram handle. So it's quirky, so Q U. I-R-K-Y underscore cucumber C-U-C-U-M-B-E-R yeah <laughs> um, that actually used to be my Instagram handle like ages ago um, and then I, ch- I launched my business and my business was called not anymore was called I'm a wild gem and so I changed my Instagram handle to that but I changed it back to Quirky Cucumber because I really like that name and I feel like it really just suits me. It is me. I love cucumbers and I'm quirky as fuck. So yeah, that's how everyone knew me for a long time. That's what everyone knew me as. Um, 
it was weird to go back backwards and forwards but I'm a wild gem just didn't really resonate with me anymore um it just doesn't really fit I feel like I've outgrown who that person was um very different now and yeah I don't regret using that name I think it was cool and it yeah it was different but yeah I just have decided to use my name for my new business name because I think that's powerful and yeah it just felt right for me so <sighs> if you're enjoying the whole rebrand and the business name change and let me know what you think um I'm trying to think if there's anything else um that I want to mention oh yeah I will be relaunching blood magic later this year I don't know when yet but it's going to be pretty epic um there's going to be live group coaching calls uh so keep a lookout for that as well sign up to my email list my um email community if you want to stay in the loop with all that stuff and you'll also receive some really cute inspirational emails as well i send on average about yeah once a week I send an email out about once a week once every two weeks just whenever I feel like it really and it's really just like me pouring my soul out to you essentially kind of like this but in words um so if you like my brain and you like how it thinks and how it works and you find what I have to say interesting then that's definitely the place for you um yeah I feel like I've just babbled on for the last 10 minutes so thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you have any um non-monogamous stories cheating stories that you want to send in to me you can voice message them to me on instagram or you can send me an email and let me know if i can share on the podcast because i need your consent to do that so yeah i'm keen to see heaps of you at the free your flaps workshop um and yeah keen to see you at some of my events this year okay i'll see you next time peace out Bye.